Hey, it's Benji Bay, and uh, today I want to get back on this rap issue and rap subject. Uh, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, they not um, acknowledging and paying respects to a guy that a lot of these guys got their whole style from. You know, a lot of these guys, they got their little dreads with bow reds. Uh, I mean, uh, braids with bow reds, and they talking, and, you know, sauce this, drip that. But, you know, it's the fact that they not even from Texas, but... Um, they using this guy's um, vernacular, so to speak. You would understand it if they made music with him or it really was a certain wave and support system behind him like it should be. You know, because I see the YBs, um, I see the Kodaks, and it's like they rep they state. Uh, Kodak is the number one rapper out of Florida. YB is the number one rapper out of Louisiana. And South Walker is the number one rapper out of Texas, but people not supporting his music how I feel like they should. So I was like, well, I'll do it. You feel me? I'll do it. You know, um, I already talked about the Smile song that he made, which I tweeted and got some retweets from him. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I salute the rappers that's actually real because it's kind of like, it's almost like a, a, a dying breed now in rap. You know what I'm saying? Um, the I Sip, Sip Line song was good. If you wanted to check check out some of his music, I'm just putting out some songs that may be good that you want to check out at this House Peace soundtrack. If you ever watch Soul Plane, when Snoop Dogg got on the plane and he played that song, I get high. <laughs> and Florida Story was also one of those songs. You know how to paint pictures with his words on there. It had the Lil Wayne Dear Summer soundtrack in the background, which... Uh, it was one of my favorite songs by Lil Wayne, and it just take you back to like 07, 08. It give you that type of vibe and nostalgia. You know, that's that's something that uh, Travis Scott did good as well. Like that old Houston vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like where Astroworld was around, Astrodome, and, you know, we used to go a lot of places in Houston. You used to hear that, you know what I'm saying? That, that feel that Houston used to have like in the early 2000s to mid, late 2000s, it was like different. And everybody was going to Astroworld. I, I, I was too short. I was only like in elementary, but I rock with Travis Scott music real hard, especially the Astroworld album. And I feel like Sauce Walker should be either at the same level he is, as far as like notoriety and respect, or have more notoriety than he is but i understand the lanes that they in and sauce walker is independent so i can understand he have like a grind an organic grind same as currency and that's why i was like if him and currency make music boy 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 that would be that would be prolific that would be so great for rap two ceos and they really lean it down on them tracks you feel me? That's stuff that I want to see, man. Love Don't Live Here Anymore is another good song that he got on the mixtape. And, you know, you never know what you're going to get listening to his tracks. But from an artist that I've been listening to since 2014. So, like they say, I mean, it hit different. You feel me? It hit different. You know, because i seen the, uh, the growth. Uh, you know, Sauce Beach Freestyle was another one that was a turned up track. It was a turned up track. It had Sauce Gohan on there. He killed the track. You feel me? That's that's another artist that slept on. He killed that track. You know, but Touch This 
was probably like the song that Sauce Walker killed the hardest that I didn't even expect. He killed that track and he ain't left nothing left. And the funny thing is, I talked about the Sauce, I mean, um, Super Freaky Girl song that Nicki Minaj made with the Rick, with the Rick James uh, soundtrack in the back. And he used the same track, but the MC Hammer version. <laughs> I just talked about this shit a couple weeks ago. And I w he always used old school tracks sometimes. But I didn't expect for him to use the same track that I was talking about with Nicki Minaj on it. But um, I feel like um, Sauce Walker is one of the great greatest rappers to ever come out of the South, to Texas. And, you know, it's going to take for him to do features for like the Jay-Z's and Nicki Minaj's for people to all of a sudden acknowledge his greatness. Oh, he's one of the greatest. Oh, nah, nah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how people are in this generation. You know, I, I understand a lot of people in this generation, they listen to artists because they're just the super most famous guy. And they put on his music and they bumping it loud and they not even bobbing their head to it. They just know that they listening to the newest trending most rapper. You know what I'm saying? When a rapper that makes music for them and their lifestyle and they're going through, they look over it because, oh, he has this many amount of followers and, blah, 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 and they don't even understand this Twitter, social media life, Instagram life. It's fake. I'm sorry. It's fake. It's like a video game. And, you know, uh, the guy with 50 followers could be worth uh, 500K. And the dude with 500,000 followers could only have $50 in his pocket. <laughs> they don't they don't understand it they don't have the ingredients people just got to be who they are you know what i'm saying also the ugly freestyle and the dude really got a real story man if you know uh if you already did your background on him and you know about the trade trade of truth incidents and he was in a hopeless situation i already spoke about it on my last podcast with him kodak and young boy on there and all that you know, you just talk about artists, they got a lot in common. Sauce Walker back in like 08, 09, you know, um, it, was, it wasn't looking too good for him, you know. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people counted him out. And um, that's just kind of quite common with a lot of rappers when they come from down south. You know, uh, heard about Young Boy's story, um, heard about Kodak's story. And, um, you know, these dudes, they always in the spotlight of controversy. It's always uh, brought up a lot. Like, down south rappers always brought up a lot. And I don't even like to get off subject. It's just like even with the Lil Wayne thing, I seen uh, Lil Wayne on stage uh, like a week and a half ago or so. And, and you know, they, throw, they throwing blue rags on the stage to get his attention. And, uh, like, I've, I've heard... The whole he a fake blood thing since like oh seven oh eight, you know mainly from that L.A. Uh, Cali area, and uh, you know I just always noticed even when I was like younger and stuff like I bring up Lil Wayne and stuff around L.A. dudes or like L.A. guys talk about Lil Wayne and it's like they just say he a fake blood and everything about him is fake and it's like you know it's like the record. Like a record stop, like the record stop in the club. Like, hold on, wait a second. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because the reason why that whole narrative never really hit like it was supposed to is the fact for one, Lil Wayne came from New Orleans, which, uh, I mean, New Orleans don't have Bloods or Crips. 
And uh, yeah, that's why Lil Wayne and Birdman was wearing blue rags at first. But it's not like Lil Wayne and Birdman flew out to Cali, right? And got jumped in some gangs and they put their dukes up and dudes jumped them. And Birdman and Lil Wayne walked out and said, okay, we cripping now. We and hopped on a plane, a private jet, and came back to New Orleans. And nah, bro, they just put on a rag because it matched their clothes. And dudes from New Orleans was like, ah, oh, this matched my fit, you heard me? I'm wearing all lime green, I'm wearing all orange, so I got an orange bandana on, you heard me? So it never hit. And meanwhile, these dudes in LA till this day, I heard the Daylight song God did that was an actual decent track, but this would kind of spark the whole thing with me because I'm like, and I seen them throw a blue rag on them on stage. I'm like, y'all still don't understand that New Orleans ain't got shit to do with Bloods and Crips. They just wore all color rags. And you're, it's not like there's these people are going to New Orleans to confront guys from in New Orleans, right? Like, oh, you wearing these rags? You wearing these rags now? Oh, guess what? I'm from Cali. And I, ain't nobody trying to hear that. <laughs> nobody doesn't care, man. And these guys, for the longest, I'm talking about, it has over 100,000 views. You can look it up. An old Lil Wayne fake blood exposed videos. And they thought Lil Wayne was shouting out neighborhoods in LA when Lil Wayne was talking about New Orleans and his music. He was talking about the down south struggle in the music. Lil Wayne gave more inspiration to the neighborhoods than destruction. Yeah, his music could have been toxic and even hella toxic, but it's the simple fact that, yo, he just talked about the struggles that it comes out. He talks about the struggle and how hard it is coming out of down south. People not believing in you people so quick to go against you and you know coming out of a place that may have less resources than people from up north and i'm not saying to bring people from down south at a disadvantage but in down south you just happen to have to work with the scraps that you are given and you're gonna notice at some point coming from down south that these places still have a level of segregation a lot and you know what it feels like it's just what it is right but I just say that because um, you hear the Lil Wayne gossip song. That Lil Wayne gossip song, he talks about it. You know, people uh, don't believe in you. People don't want to see you make it necessarily. I, I see the hate that Glow really got. And um, it, it, it's just part of it. It's just part of it, man. You know, it's just part of it. But a lot of these rappers that come down south, um, they willing to say that they blessed. They willing to say, uh, thank thank you, God. Lil Wayne said, thank God a lot in his songs. Uh, if you ever heard the song, Amen, Pray to the Lord, Duffel Bag Boy. Um, it was just songs that inspired the neighborhood, even Dear Summer. Like, it was such a, a, a resonating feel that I got listened to his music. You know, came up eating gumbo like me. Pants cuffed at the bottom like me. I'm talking about this 07, 08. Little, you know what I'm saying? Little dude running stuff, take up, take over the whole rap game down south. Came from nothing. Ain't no, ain't no big corporations and radio stations out here supporting no little down south rapper music like that. You gotta, you gotta take this over the top. You gotta bring that energy. Like you have to bring that energy and some more. So yeah, that's why a lot of people wouldn't understand even a Shakari Richardson track runner, which I'm gonna get on that in a second because I'm talking about down south oriented things, Texas, Louisiana, Florida, and stuff like that. 
And like just with the musical aspect, as I said, LA rapper, LA people in LA held uh, Lil Wayne to a standard as if he destroyed the youth when um, he only really just took that blood thing up to another level because he seen that so many people was embracing him and showing love to him off of the strength of him just having a red rag hanging out. So he was like, oh, you see, y'all see that? Y'all? And it's like, maybe he knew or not that it influenced the youth, but the, the youth was already influenced to be in games before Lil Wayne wore a red rag, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's just that people see how influential down south rappers are. So I don't know if it could be a, a level of jealousy or maybe they just coming from a competitive factor and they just feel like their rappers are better. But L.A. rappers was glorifying game banging more than anybody else. But I don't remember or recall a lot of rappers from L.A. Uh, giving any acknowledgement to God or thanks to God for what they got or, you know, what I'm saying just bringing in some level of spiritual essence to their spirituality, uh, what they believe in in their music, you know. So it's a lot of people from L.A. to this day that point the finger at Lil Wayne for making so many bloods, which, yeah, he probably did influence people to be bloods, maybe. But the whole blood influence came directly from your your section and the rappers out of your section, which I don't recall them ever making any type of music besides gangster, you know, just super blood this crypt that all that everything in the third and it just so happened to happen that out of all these super big blood i'm a, I'm a big blood on king kong in this neighborhood i can't come they got shit on me you know all this stuff out of la all this i'm super crypt crazy blue everything blue calypso blue shirt blue socks blue trucks all that stuff all that super hard body super tough guy stuff out of la for the longest uh, guess who happened to be the greatest rapper to ever come out of L.A., Kendrick Lamar. Right? And I already spoke about, you know, his ability to speak on what he believes on, believes in and give thanks to God in his music and outside of music. So tell me why Kendrick Lamar ain't have to join the gang and push that image and be super crip crazy. Or be super big blood to get to the point where he's at. Tell me why. Because you see, Kendrick Lamar can make music with anybody. Kendrick Lamar make music with Lil Wayne. You feel me? So we could talk about uh, a lot of other regions of rap, but down south is the last one to get in the rap game. We're the last ones to get in the rap door kick open the door because like even you know UGK said stop hating on down south you know New York had they run then Cali took over and then eventually after 96 because everybody knows Cali was uh riding off of the death row wave after 96 <laughs> that's when the cash money came in cash money wave came in and you know what down south rappers did they start becoming masterpieces, right? They start becoming Yo Gotti's, the Jay Prince's, right? 
We start creating our own record labels, start changing the narrative. But they ain't, they, they, are they talking about that? Will they acknowledge that? Out of all them New York MCs with the fly lyrics and raps that I gave homage to, which I respect, did they start up their own record labels so they can keep the sauce? So they can keep their so-called culture within itself? Because New York is a laughing joke now. It's a circus. What's those Cali West Coast uh, super gang gang, you know what I'm saying? Guys able to, you know, have record labels. And Snoop Dogg just got his record label. Snoop Dogg just got the death row record label, which Suge may try to take back once he gets out. He may try to strong arm his way to get that once he gets back out. But uh, down south, yeah, down south, you got to strong arm your way into situations. You feel me? It's always been like that. Yo Gotti has his label, one of the best labels in the game. Sauce Walker has his own record label. Currency has his own record label. Are any of these New York dudes younger? Is any other guys out of Cali doing it? Is there anybody, you know? You know what I'm saying? But as I always say, man, I pay respects to uh, down south rappers a little bit more because uh, they they may they may make all type of music, but um, they have the ability to be down to earth and humble and show people that they don't have to have a fake aura and persona, even in the interviews. That's why I talked about Glow Rilla, and um, I talked about, uh, even Meg The Stallion uh, has a, a real down south aura presence that's down to earth, you know, because we humble and we know the humble beginnings we came from, and a lot of people don't make it to the top down south like that, honestly. So, uh, yeah, Lil Wayne just happened to be the chosen one, man. Lil Wayne just happened to be the chosen one. Lil dude running, taking over the rap game, and nobody expected it. Cash money, everybody left cash money because of their dealings with Birdman after like 99, 98. And the most humblest dude, the smallest dude out of the camp, took the initiative to put cash money on his back and took over the whole rap game whole rap game and everybody that wasn't from down south was looking like who who this dude is who who he think he is oh he from New Orleans you know everybody all this and the animosity is still there the animosity is still there I see how you know what I'm saying LA dudes got a lot of tension still from Lil Wayne just wearing a red rag <laughs> You feel me? He was just wearing it and he may have said blood. He may have said certain things like Suwo or whatever, but he was showing love to y'all. He was showing love to y'all necessarily. You feel me? Because he was an entertainer. He could have been uh, more of a politic type dude, but he was just an entertainer necessarily. And so, yeah, that's just I just know that's the thing. I just know that's the thing, and I've just been noticing for a while, but I just wanted to speak on that because uh, down south, a lot of rappers, now down south, they really don't get the credit that they do. And um, that's why I see a lot of the things Kodak saying he may be wilding out or tweeting stuff. He deactivated his Twitter. You know, he said something about everybody else who dropped that album before him this year was mid, 
And it's just him coming from a competitive spec perspective because he know coming out of Pom- uh, Pomino Beach in Florida, wherever he came from, that it was little glimpses of hope in those situations. And same thing with Sauce Walker, you know. Houston has an outlet, but Houston don't necessarily support their rappers on the radio and stuff like that, how they supposed to. So it was little glimpses of hope for a lot of these guys. NBA young boy coming out of North Baton Rouge. He's the first rapper out of North Baton Rouge to even blow up on the mainstream, you know, like that. And coming out of a situation with little glimpses of hope. And now these guys reinforce their energy because uh, they have been lacked of the shining. And uh, that's why I don't have no problem getting these guys shining and acknowledgments and respects because I listen to their music and I could feel a resonation with what they're saying. Like, damn, I feel that, man. You know, Quando Wando and NBA Youngboy just dropped the song, Lord, Give Me a Sign. It's just all I be saying. Like, a lot of dudes from down south, people from down south, not afraid to uh, acknowledge uh, their blessings and who they got it from. And they don't have to be just a down south thing. Rap artist, period, that's not afraid to acknowledge and, and, and show, show and say who they got it from. You know, but as I said, it's always gossip. It's always gossip around them. Lil Boosie is always gossip. You know, even you could say Gucci Man, always gossip. You know, it's, it's, it's tons of gossip about Young Boy and, you know, Sauce Walker. And it's always gossip around the down south thing. Glorilla gossip you know i see the things that they be saying and talking about her like you know but why choose her i already spoke about glorilla and like i already knew man this girl took it up another notch a notch that we never even seen before and she dropped her new ep she got on there blessed blessed could have said anything else could have came out with any other ep could have been booty juice titty sweat it could have been anything. It could have been any of the things of that nature, but she chose to be who she is, you know? And um, this is what it is. A lot of these downside rappers, I can see them for who they really are. You feel me? You could call them by their first name, and it's like they would answer to that before they answer to their rap name type-ish. So uh, this is how I see it. It's always gossiping. I could even translate it over to the athletic uh, track runner, Shakari Richardson, who I wanted to stay in tune with. Always gossip around her name. Always gossip around her name. People tried to break her, but she didn't allow herself to be broken. You know what I'm saying? Because she's been through a lot more than just uh, people typing on their keyboard till the keyboard caps pop out and they super angry. <laughs> And um, I was coming to her defense when she was uh, down, not up. You feel me? So, yeah, it's cool. It's easier to... No disrespect to people that paid homage and respect and love, showing her love to now, to love to her now that she's up. But it's easy to do that because you don't expect no backlash. Oh, congrats, Shakari. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I just made this podcast, man, because um, I feel like there's certain people... Um, that's not getting the acknowledgement and respects they deserve. And I'm going to make sure that I'm going to play my part and do that if nobody else do. I know that more people are supposed to be promoting Sauce Walker album than a lot of these other jokesters album. Because a lot of these jokesters, they got their whole style and persona right from him. You know? 
But yeah, I don't want to get too all over the place on this uh, podcast. I just want to predominantly get on certain uh, people I've been talking about. And, you know, uh, as I said, man, Solution Car Richardson, um, giving inspiration to the neighborhood and motivation. And, you know, very strong spirited. And we need more of that. We need more people with a voice. Not afraid to be a person to give awareness. And um, I know that's a small factor, maybe a large factor in why people don't like her. But uh, who cares, man? And that's that's what social media has gave a bigger platform to people come together and they make their own little society together. And they're going to support their whole hating campaigns towards winners and hope that they get in their head. What the hell is going on in the world? They make hate groups for the real now. They make hate groups for the ones that stand for something now. And they telling you that they're the bad people and we're the good guys. No, absolutely not. Sorry. False, false information, false information. Yeah, but uh, for Shark, Shakari Rich in the sky's the limit. And uh, for her track career, I just hope that uh, it's some more girls that could run beside her and be a partner in this whole track thing that she has because she's going to be around for a long time. So, yeah, that's what it is, man. I salute to everybody I talked about on this podcast. I salute to Lil Wayne. Gave so much inspiration and motivation. I'm me. Sky's the limit. Shoot me down. Salute to that dude for real. Sauce Walker, Kodak, young boy. I hope they keep doing their thing. Shakari Richardson keep doing her thing. And uh, Glorilla as well. I salute to a lot of these people that came from humble beginnings that I can relate to. And they got a real essence that's genuine. So, yeah, a lot of people be knowing, man. Um, you know, that South mentality coming from the South is different. Um, you got to fight for what you want. Uh, ain't nobody going to give you nothing. So, yeah, a lot of other people get it in. But, you know what I'm saying, you can see the tenacity more. You know, you've, you've overcame all odds. So, uh, you make it out of the South, it's like you can make it anywhere. That's a lot of the mentality. Like, so you're going to talk your shit. You're going to pop your shit. And um, a lot of people, they can't handle it. You know, young boy, he took over the rap game, as I said. They got it as if. Is a one-man army, him against Chicago. And, you know, South Walker, they tried to kind of, like, blemish him out of the rap game, but still independent CEO. You know what I'm saying? Kodak, same way. You know, I'm deactivating his Twitter because he sent all the hate that he getting. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, people be knowing, man, down south, man. People be knowing that the struggles that these guys come out of. Athletes, also Shakari Rich, and got the whole hate movement going on. Hate slanderism. Uh, Glorilla, hate slanderism. All this oppression that they give these southern people you know but it ain't nothing new it ain't nothing new and um the pressure is applied but the pressure will only be reinforced and i salute them man because you definitely got to be strong-minded in these environments man and like how you see shikari richardson running track and it's just three jamaicans against her and she in the middle yeah <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> it ain't nothing new man I'm going to drop a few links to show y'all more what I'm talking about, man. If you want to like or retweet, show love, uh, you know, you you definitely going to get it back in return because that's just how I'm rocking, man. But much love to everybody. I just see when things can be unfair. But nevertheless, got to know when you're blessed for the small things. So uh, all I can say is uh, thank God that I'm still here. I'm still alive. And uh, y'all should be on that same accord trying to spread love instead of hating negativity. So, yeah, man, that's all I'll be saying, man. Benji out, man. Peace. Love.